Well, the disciples are being childish, aren't they? They're wondering who's going to be the greatest in the kingdom. First of all, they're showing about a first grade understanding in the kingdom, right? I mean, they, they don't understand. They think it's this worldly kingdom. They're going to be honored if they're the greatest. But they just don't seem to get it either. Who's going to be the greatest in the kingdom of Jesus? Jesus is going to be the greatest in the kingdom of Jesus. It's not that big a deal. Anybody in second place is not really a big deal at all. Who cares who's the greatest or the best? It's Jesus. They're, they're, being, they're being childish, right? So Jesus turns to a child, and, and this is a culture where, in, in the Jewish culture, they would have looked on children a little more favorably, but generally in that world, children were not, were not cared for, were not liked. They were to be seen, but not heard, and rarely seen. Okay, if you were the man of the house, you would not speak to the young children in the home. That just wasn't how it worked. But Jesus calls over a child and says, truly I say to you, when he says truly I say to you, that's like, listen up. I'm going to lay some knowledge on you. It's going to be a big deal. Unless you turn, Reese just read, unless you turn, stop acting like you are, and become like a child, you aren't even getting into the kingdom. You have to humble yourself. And the one who humbles himself, that's the person that's going to be great in that kingdom. It's a paradox, right? To be mature, you have to become like a child. To be great, you have to have humility. And Jesus is kind of vague about that. He doesn't really say what it means to be like a child. He doesn't unpack that for us. Certainly there are things that are childish we should not do, right? We shouldn't argue over who's the greatest. We shouldn't fight with people. We shouldn't bully each other or throw tantrums. How many of you know people or you work with people that still try to get things done the way they did in third grade, right? tantrums, I didn't get my way, I'm going to pout about it all day. If that's you, there are some great churches in the area I would recommend to you. Uh, because that's not how we want to be here, right? You, you've been around these people, they're annoying. But Jesus is saying we need to learn how to be childlike. Maybe, maybe not childish, maybe when I named this sermon I was wrong. Not childish, not, not being really silly in our behavior. But how, what does it mean to be childlike? I think Jesus intentionally is trying to get us to watch children, to understand what it means to be mature in God's kingdom. And so I've got four little, four little ones, right? And there's a bunch of little ones up here. And so I've been treating my house in preparation for this sermon a little bit like a laboratory. I've been kind of watching these things running around the house and trying to think, what are they like? And what might Jesus be pointing to in these children that maybe we as adults ought to be paying attention to and emulating a little bit more. So here's a few things. Kids love to tell stories. My kids will listen to the same story over and over again. Dad, tell us another funny thing you did in college. Well, I'm running out of those stories that I can appropriately tell you kids, okay? Kids play. They play like they're going to work or they're a Jedi or a famous singer. Those are ones that get played in my house at least. They dream. We ask kids all the time, what do you want to be when you grow up? They can be anything. They can do anything. They have an awe and appreciation. They love to see stuff, to go to the zoo, to understand why things work, to take things apart, to see if stuff fits in. Last, last night I did a lot of work to pull a puzzle piece out of a toaster. 
Why would you put a puzzle piece in a toaster? Well, I looked at the side, and you know what? It fits perfect. Why wouldn't you put a puzzle piece in that toaster? There's a curiosity, right? There's a total trust. My daughter Eden is sitting up here, and Eden totally trusts me. She will throw herself at me at the top of the stairs, out of the car, off the bed. i got to be really careful because she will just launch and expect that I'm going to get her. They love to be cared for by others. When my kids get hurt, they run to mommy. This week, a stomach flu went through. And you know, when I get a stomach flu, I want to be left alone. But my kids, they want help. They want care. When they fall down, they get back up again. I watched four of my kids all learn how to walk. And I watched them take some pretty big falls. And I watched them get cuts and bruises on their head. But you know what? They kept getting back up. They love simplicity. I don't know how many times when I get my kids toys, they end up playing with the boxes or the twisty ties that come along with the toy. Curiosity, they can play. Loving each other. I remember when we first moved to Pittsburgh, we went to the cafeteria at the seminary. Moe was very little, and uh, she looked, and there was a woman that was walking behind us who was black. And uh, my kids had not been around a lot of diversity at that point. And Moe looked at this woman and said, just plain as day, Mommy, did you see how dirty that woman was? <laughs> and we got real nervous, like, oh my goodness, I'm going to be on the news for my racism that I'm teaching in my household. But that lady really just laughed because my, my daughter didn't see somebody different than her. She saw somebody that was really the same, just, just like dirty or something going on there. She didn't know to, to, to be fearful or to hate. or Those lines just weren't there for her. My kids can go to a playground and make friends in 30 seconds. Okay, 30 seconds, they're not running around by themselves, right? They live in the moment. My kids have no sense of waiting. What do you mean we're going tomorrow? What do you mean we're going in two hours? Let's go. Let's get in the car and go. I can't help but think how Jesus was a little bit childish by this description. I mean, childlike. He embodied this. He traveled around hanging out with his friends, noticing fig trees and mustard seeds. He didn't have much. He just loved people. He dreamed about the kingdom and told stories. They called him a glutton and a drunkard and a friend of sinners. His first miracle was keeping a party going that was going to end too soon. Guy was a little bit childlike in this way. He walks along and sees people that nobody else would talk to. Nobody else would even notice. And he talks to them. This childlike innocence. I also can't help but think how much our world sees maturity as being the opposite of being childlike. Right? These kids love to tell stories. But we like our facts and our statistics. Kids play. We go to work. Kids dream. What do you want to be when you grow up? Let me ask you something. When's the last time you dreamed about what you want to be when you grow up. You don't have to be done doing that. Kids have awe and appreciation. Adults are supposed to understand and master the world. Kids trust. They fling themselves into their arms of their dads. But we are cautious with people. They let others care for them, but we want to be independent. They fall down and get back up, but we've tried it once and we failed and we're never going to try it again. I'm really glad we learned how to walk as children, right? Because I'm convinced if most of us as adults had to learn how to walk again, we would fall once or twice, 
or we would see how hard it was going to be and we wouldn't even try. Kids love simplicity, but we like complicated things. Kids love naturally, but we learn how to learn who we want to love and who we should avoid. Kids live in the present moment, but we always seem stuck in the past or dreaming about the future instead of really living for now. As adults, we learn to be the opposite of childlike. We hurry, we rush, we get sophisticated and serious. And we teach our kids to do this too, right? Don't act like that. Don't be like that. Now, as a, as a kid, you've got to learn how there's certain things in life you've got to do. You've got to learn how to behave. You've got to learn how to uh, be appropriate. You've got to learn that there's certain things in life that you don't want to do, you have to do anyway, right? If the kids had their way, we would never clean. And I tell you, that would not work out well in the house, would it? We have to clean. It's part of life. But at the same time, I wonder if we've missed something in trying to be too mature, Right? I think we fall and we mess up and we don't, we don't keep following God. And I think ultimately it's because we get scared. Because as adults, it's easier to settle for what we already have than to try to make something different. It's, it's, it's scary to get burned some, by somebody else. So it's easier to not trust and to not love. We get scared or ultimately... We start trusting ourselves instead of really trusting God. We do only the things in life, the little steps that we could take on our own, and not the big ones that God might be calling us to do, but we can't do on our own. We need help of others or God's help. Jesus is right. Being a mature Christian means being more like a child, more innocent, more trusting, more trying and playing and experimenting and figuring it all out. What does your worship look like? When you see these kids get up here and sing, it has a different feel, right? Right? It's just exciting and exuberant. Where's our exuberance as adult Christians? So how do we become more childlike? I think I've made the case that we need to be a little more like child. Let me give you a couple hints. First of all, watch kids. You start watching kids, you cannot help but smile and get a little more childlike. Okay? Not teenagers. You can't watch teenagers. Different experience. Right? Yeah, you got to watch kids. Little kids, you watch little kids, you watch them play, take it in, observe. Number two, stop acting your age. You're told your whole life, stop acting to act your age. Stop it. Stop acting your age. Act not your age. Okay? What do you really love to do? You like to garden? You like to cook? You like to bake? Like to look through old photos? How about take a Saturday and just do what you love to do, adults? Play. You're allowed. It's okay. Have some fun. Get on the floor and play with a child. Might take you forever to get up, but you'll get up. We'll work on it. Somebody will help you up. Do some finger painting. Watch a cartoon. Stomp in, some, in a rain puddle. <coughs> Write a song or a poem. Do something a little bit like a child. You'd be amazed how much more like a child you might feel. Number three, I think we need to treat children well. I think this is a really important thing for us. There's another verse that Reese didn't read. And it says this. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believes in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. Right? I got news for you. Jesus is very serious about how we treat children. 
Jesus is very serious about how we treat children. And we live in a society I fear is not very welcoming of children. We expect them to out like, out to be like adults. To be seen but not heard but rarely seen. It used to be you just had children and they were everywhere. And uh, you lived in the same home or you lived next door. So you were always around the kids. Now we separate. We've got the kids over here and the grandparents over here and the parents over here. And, and unfortunately we've done this too much in church too. It's time that we really treat our kids with respect and care for them. Teach them how to behave, but also let them be children. Children are not things to be discarded or avoided. They are to be loved and cherished and protected in the community. If you want to know where you start, you start with the ones that are right up front here. Take care of our children. Finally, here's the big one. Realize where your security is. Children are able to play and have fun and be childlike when they feel secure, when they feel protected, when they feel safe. If you've ever been around a child that's been abused or abandoned, they don't play the same way. They don't take risks the same way because they don't feel secure. Being a child means, and acting like a child means, you're going to be playful because you know if you get hurt, you can run and grab your daddy's leg. Or crawl up on your mother's lap. And here's the great news for us as Christians. We are God's children. We are paid for by the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And any time in this life that you have hard times, you can run and grab your father's leg. We call it prayer. You have a loving father that cares for you. May you act a little more like children this week. Let us pray. Lord, help us to be more childlike this week as we follow you. Help us to live with joy and wonder, trust with reckless abandon, play and try and dream, and serve you with all that we have and all that we are. Amen.